You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy East Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, uh, Vladimir Camaño, over here and in the conversation with your main man across from me. Uh, this is Ali Muhammad, you know what I'm saying? D Lemon is out on the road this week. Costa Rica. You know what I mean? He's doing that fly shit. We talked about last week. Side effects of fly shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's this that's what we are. We we side effects right now. We're looking good, man. <laughs> Yo, we got we got a great sh- we got a great show to you, man. We got some good uh juicy topics that we we gonna go back and forth really? on. Are yeah, we, yeah, we got some we, good ones. We signifying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Ali, I really wanna get into the video you sent me, man. Oh man, what you talking about? I'm talking about these nuts. <laughs> But specifically, not these. First nuts. of all, we need to really let's, let's let's unpack these nuts. First of all, what it means for each I'm of us. I'm not unpacking no nuts. Not unpacking no nuts. No. All right. So, <laughs> the, there's a there's a little video going around of a dude uh, saying these nuts. Now, if you I don't, in New York, these nuts was like I would say in the '90s, it was it was the joke. It's from the Chronic. It's from the Chronic. I didn't even yeah, know that. I just yeah. I was I didn't get on the Chronic until like I you know a little yeah. older. You know what I'm saying? Snoop. No, them was on the. It was one of the interludes. This is, why, this is why we got to unpack it. So what what part of the album was that? It was like one of the interludes on the Chronic album. And um, it was, you know, he called up his girl, you know what I'm saying? And then he was like, you talked to what's her name now? Who? These nuts. <laughs> and got then, him. And then the song come on. <laughs> I mean, yo, I got caught so many times. I had no defense for it, dude. My brother, my brother had this joke. He was like, uh, this is my brother's classic one. He would be like, yo, what's that show with Tony Danza? Who's the boss? And my brother would be like, these nuts? And he would catch me continuously, dude. I never caught on. But uh, <laughs> I'll get caught every time. But the worst one was the other one. You Slow know, boy. <laughs> that was me. But the worst one was, you know, they had these nuts. We also had my, you know. This dick. That, that one, yeah. And for some reason, they always said it like that. Like, dick was always said so aggressively. You know what I mean? Like, no one ever whispered in my dick. It was always dick. It was always so hard and aggressive. And, dude, it was the kind of thing, like, the teacher would get upset if you said it. But the joy of catching someone would make you still do it in front of a teacher. Right. And the teacher probably laugh under their breath, too. She laughed first and they go, uh, <laughs> okay, don't do that. Okay, okay. You guys settle down now. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> now, nah, we'll tell them about what you So anyway, so so this is meme going around of um, this kid uh, who says, these, he calls somebody up. And uh, Ali, you sent me this clip mm-hmm. of, of one in particular. Basically, you know what I'm saying? What, the, the topic of what we were talking about is that you know how everybody's the comedy on the internet now is is how people are just taking different bits of what everybody else is doing and putting it together into one piece so and creating something totally new out of it so to, to kind of give context i'm going to play the clip that you sent me and it's a clip of of welvin the great the one the guy who says these nuts right spliced into juice the movie right <laughs> 15 second clip yeah it's online it's called juice juice these nuts that's what it's called <laughs> I'm going to play real quick, and then Ali, Ali you, you and I go into what, you know, right. theme. Here we go, yeah. I'm dying, man. I'm scared as hell. Who is that? Who the fuck is this? These nuts. <laughs> 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 but then, <laughs> But then you got to see Pac's face the whole time while the dude is saying these nuts. Oh, man, this shit is crazy. <laughs> so, Ali, I thought you had a very insightful um, 
kind of analysis on this thing? Just, just break it down a little bit. With, with, with well, I, I liken it to just like hip hop when sampling, when when you know you would just take the break of a record and and you would do you would manipulate it to the way that you know what I'm saying was you know that made the party pop. You know what I'm saying? So you just take these four bars or eight bars or the break or whatever, and you just go back and forth. Thus, you know what I'm saying creating part of the hip hop culture, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you go from that to sampling and and all that where you just taking something totally out of context, creating something totally new out of it and then creating a different culture. And I think, you know what I'm saying, right now what we're going through is, you know what I mean, what kids or people are doing on the internet is creating something totally new out of just bits and pieces of of things that may be interesting or funny or whatever. And making making something that's wild. I just can't wait to see what what it turns into. This is why I lease the guru, Chris. Because this this that analysis was staring me right in the face, and I just see it now. Because to me, is 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 right. It's brilliant. What you're saying is 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 great. Because like, so you see people digging into crates, quote unquote. Yeah, you digging thing, in, right? into the crates, and you you popping out something new. Like who would take? You know, first of all, these nuts is already something that's a sample, classic. You know, what I'm saying a classic '90s sample, but with a new guy doing it. You know what I mean? And then you t- go back and you get juice and create a piece that's a perfect, you know what I'm saying? This would be a it was perfect. You know, it was perfect lineup of, of things. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost part of the pleasure because you see how well it fits. You're like, yo. Right. Like when you see Pac's face after he says these nuts, <laughs> this shit is so funny. The, I think the difference is, though, is like with, it's visual so you can see where the sampling came from. Right, right, Whereas right. Whereas music, someone has to tell you, you, you know what that's the. That's right, but, but or if you know, yeah. you're like, oh, that's you know what I'm saying. That's that James right. Brown. You know what I'm saying. So what it does is is linking not only just the music from two different eras, it's almost linking those two eras together through experience and you know what I'm saying just your your audio pleasure. Like, oh, that was my jam. See, this is a great conversation. So because we have a template to compare it to, mm-hmm. what are the implications of this long term? Like, you don't know what it's going to turn into. All you know is that every day they're cranking out new shit. That's, you know, one, it, it could be original six second clip on Vine or it could be, you know, what I'm saying, you know, something taken from here. Somebody's cat doing something. Why well, I saw one where it was a dude's um, cat that was bobbing his head and then somebody else took that cat and then put, you know, what I'm saying? I didn't know my cat was in the hip hop. And then he came walking into the house and so it was crazy. It was playing. Um, it was playing that um, Matt Smoke Madism. And it fit perfectly. Um, no, it actually was playing. Um, it wasn't playingism. It was playing that Feral Munch. Dun 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 dun. Get the fuck. And the cat up. was dun, just. Dun, bo- and the, the cat, cat was, was just- bobbing his head to it. And then you know he spliced himself. He acted out a scene where he came into the house and found this cat bobbing his head to you know Feral Munch's get the That's fuck hysterical. up. Hysterical. You know what I mean? So it, it's like you know it's 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 just live. I mean, I think you know it's just entertainment. The reason why it came up was you know we were talking about in the nineties we had all these you know. These live shows like Living Color, Martin, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, and you know Fresh Prince, and he was saying that you know it's not a lot of shows like that, not a lot of comedy shows like that in the space. But I was like, shit, they don't, you know, these kids got the internet. That, that <laughs> they that, got comedy 24 seven. That is the new live show. You know what I'm saying? That's live and direct comedy all fucking day if you want. It. And you can search for it. You can put a hashtag in there. Hashtag right. You know, cats, and it'll you get a whole feed of right. Cat or, stuff. And then you have your own person. You have the new personalities that are doing it, like people that are coming up every day. 
and dropping new shit. They become the personalities for this era. And it's funny because, like you said, the dude spliced himself into the video. Right. So it's almost like you don't even have to shoot certain scenes. They're already shot for you. I mean, you're just basing it off of something that you're already You're just setting exists. it up. You're just setting it up. It's all like, okay, that was funny. So let me, let me, I, if I add this to it, it will be funnier. Everybody already knows this particular character. Everybody knows the D's nuts dude. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going around as a meme. Now you're just adding on to it. You know what I mean? Everybody knows the James Brown beat. Now, you know, now you just add to it. I'm going to put my spin to it. Then you get all the way up to the bomb squad with P.E. And, you know what I'm saying, they, like, taking shit and, like, oh, shit. Like, they, they took a whole kaleidoscope of sounds. Do you think at any point there's going to be copyright issues or is it just too much volume that they I mean, can't it's, it's already copyright issues, but that never stops culture. That never stops art. You know what I'm saying? Copyright, nobody's fucking worried about copyright when you, you making shit and making shit funny. If it don't last long, it don't last long. They take it down, whatever, but that's not going to stop it from happening. You know what I mean? Do you think uh so crazy man? <laughs> it's funny because it almost worked in reverse because the vine element is almost like people making their own beats mm-hmm. or they make their own situations. Right. But then like they're sampling on the sampling now. Because even those videos are getting sampled. But even even on the Vine videos, somebody would make an original premise. But right. then it'll be a whole, you know what I'm saying, a whole slew of people that makes the you know what I'm saying, the remake of that premise in their own style. Like it might be you know what I'm saying? Two guys in the hood do a six-second piece, and then they flip it and do two white guys. And you know what I mean? So it's a joke that keeps going. That's that's what social media gives you. You know, it's what like saying? reggae with beats. Yeah, it's reggae. It's like a like a um, a dub plate. <laughs> like who could make the most interesting version of this dub? And that's what they're doing in videos and and internet. You know what I'm saying? Or it's like a you know, like new genres spawn off of it. So you might say, You got the dude who does every day he comes out with the, you know what I'm saying, Jamaican parents be like. Yeah. You know oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghanaian parents be like. Cape you know Verdeans be like, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got him doing that, but then you got a guy, uh, Country Rain, who just comes and does, you know what I'm saying, situations based off of small town him. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's just interesting, like, the perspectives you get based off of, you know, saying said premise. And, you know, a lot of it's not original, but it's original in the fact that they took that same joke and spun it. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying, I can imagine how, like, jokes would fly around the country. Like, you never knew where they started. You know what I'm saying? Like, your mama joke. You know what right. I mean? Like, everybody had their own versions of them. And then, you know, you go to your grandma's house in another city and it's like, oh, shit. They do the same shit, but they got their own version. And you take that back to where you from. Yeah, it's just crazy to me because there was there was a kid. I, mean, I bring this up because there was a kid who uh, he had a huge online following, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris, if you remember his name, let me know. He uh, he had like a little like a little video podcast thing. Come to find out, he was actually ripping material off of Patrice O'Neill, mm-hmm. actual verbatim, and and it, it took another comic to call him on it. Right. I guess for me, it's like, is there any jurisdiction with this stuff? Because a lot of these bits you'll see on Vine is stuff that stand-ups have been doing for years. No doubt. I mean, but it's like, you know, you're going to stop 17-year-old kid in his bedroom from yeah. from telling the joke to his friends? I mean, you know, a lot of times it's not like these things are, you know, going up commercially nowhere. They, you know, they might get some internet fame off of it, but you still got to, if you want to take it to the next level and make it a career and make it 
where you get your money. You know what I'm saying? You still had to do work. I, maybe I'm thinking too far in advance, but like, I'm, let's just say, for example, like someone starts monetizing off this stuff, right? I mean, they may monetize. They get audience. Right. They get fans, but it's not like they're going to put out a commercial product that's all Patrice O'Neal jokes. Like, then it's, then it's a problem. Right. But, you know, he on YouTube, which, you, you know what I mean? You could step to him. You could, you know, hey, you know, that's copyrighted material and challenge him. YouTube would take it down. But you're going to, you know, at a, certain, at a certain point, you know what I'm saying? It's... It's, it's just a fine line, you know what I'm saying, between, you know, everyday culture and humor with somebody like, you know, if you were home around your boy standing on your block telling Richard Pryor jokes all day, you know what I'm saying, your boys love you, they laugh, ah, that shit funny as hell, you know what I'm saying, Richard Pryor not going to come on your block and kick down your dough like, motherfucker, stop telling my jokes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it becomes that fine line of, you know, when does it become a problem <laughs> yeah it's just like the, the remixing culture is so like i get you know like you'll see you'll see athletes now on tv mm-hmm. and they'll want to cry and you can see them in their heads having a conversation like i'm not trying to get meaned right like i'm really not trying to get meaned i'm gonna hold these tears back i know my mom is watching you know i'm, I'm not gonna get memed <laughs> like people are waiting for you to fail so they can meme your ass yeah, you saw what happened to Denzel at the goddamn Mayweather fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Uncle, had him in a Uncle, bus driver. Buying lotto. <laughs> like, I was so pissed over that, Ali, because I'm like, the dude can't just come to watch a fight. Yeah, he was Uncle Denzel. Yesterday, he was um he was uh, Haitian Denzel for oh, Haitian Flag Day. I didn't see that one. How so was they it? had all the Haitians putting oh, the Creole, Creole memes up of him. With that face? The, the, <laughs> with the, that with one? the face with the T. What's, what's your take on that, man? Like, you can't just show up to watch a fight no more? Like You can, but all is fair, man. Just, so you behind the camera, so you, you know you. I, I mean, I'm behind the camera, but you know, just like D said, you could get caught slipping on the train, sleeping. Oh, God, I was sleeping man. on the way here. I thought about that. Like, oh shit! Here's what pissed me <laughs> off though. I was on the train the other day, and I put it up on Instagram. This dude was on the D train barefoot, mm-hmm. and he put his feet up on the chair like lounging. Mm-hmm. Woman sitting across from him, ashy feet. Mm-hmm. You go on my Instagram, you'll see it. I took a picture of it, but I didn't put dude's face in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's that's, that's the, the way to do it. That's courtesy. That's the way to do it. Yeah, because you don't want, you don't want meme somebody without just their permission. His feet. Yeah, his feet got memed absolutely. <laughs> Unless his feet got I a mean, you know. If you gonna go, go hard. Everybody else going. How hard. do you feel about that? Like you see someone in public, should you take? The I don't. I don't. I don't do it. I don't do it. But you out in the streets, it could happen. That's my thing. I think that's unethical. It, I don't like that. They got a whole you know what I'm saying whole movements based on that. They got a whole movement. What's that? The guy spread movement. What's that? Man spread movement where girls take pictures of you on the train which if your legs spread out too And they far, show the dude's face? They show your whole situation. That's fucked up. <laughs> Look at this room. I'm over here lying. Look it's at hot. this guy. It's hot taking outside. Up I got my legs seats. out. So you see you nothing You can't wrong. even sit like a man no more. That's what I'm saying. What's wrong with this world? <laughs> you see nothing wrong with them including the guy's picture in there? I mean, I see. So I don't do it. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't partake in that type of situation, but- you give everybody a camera. See, this the, is gonna be some pictures being taken. That argument bothers me because the, it, because the 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 logic behind it is we can't control it, so you just got to give into it. Well, I mean, actually, you don't even have no laws behind you. If you out on the public street, motherfucker, can take your picture. Ali, I have not slept on the train in like the past four years because I'm so afraid of someone catching me. And then what? And I'll show up on a mm-hmm. meme doing this. You know, and then it goes viral somehow, and then they start putting text behind it. 
oh, that awkward moment when you accidentally smoke meth and then I'm my face, you know, doing that. I, don't, I can't. Hey, man, don't get caught. I stand up. Well, I stand hey, man, up. what we said the other week, man, nobody's safe, man. Nobody's safe. Yeah, this world is, you can't even show up to a fight, dude. Yeah, it's a minority report right now. And they had him with the mustache, too. Like, it was brutal. Who, Denzel. I mean, he had himself with the damn mustache, oh. man. He was he went into a public, the the, the biggest fucking event, that the biggest true. spectacle that is true too. That in is the true. fucking yeah, world. That is true. That is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got all that money. Outside of the Super Bowl, <laughs> this was the biggest sports spectacle of the last And you show months. up in a, in a fitted cap and a, and a track jacket. And and that's how he would have showed up. And he's probably, like you said, we said he probably was, you know what I'm saying, in a row. And he, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to go to the fight. But, you know, shit. They caught him. You know me. They dude, caught him slipping. Ali, I'm so paranoid. I'm always in my head like, but did he have a meeting with his publicist? And they were like, yo, we got to get you hot in these streets, Denzel. Go to the fight looking ridiculous. Nah, I mean, did happen? He, he was going to the fight, man. Yeah. He stopped what he was doing. I'm going to go to the fight. I'm chilling, man. I'm up in here, man. I got me a $20,000 seat. And what pisses me off, Ali, is that as a human being, you can't control what you look like in between moments in time. Nope. Because if you saw that clip as it is... You probably wouldn't catch Denzel's face the way they caught it. Right. But they, they can but, edit your ass. But they, they could go frame by frame. That's what I'm saying. You. That's deadly. <clears throat> that frame by frame will get you. That's life, though, man. That's life, man. Keep your karma good, man. Even right now, they got the camera rolling. You know what I'm saying? You, the internet gods are watching. <laughs> There's no justice out here. Nobody's safe, man. Nobody's safe. <laughs> There's no justice. Is, you think there's going to be like a... Um, I mean, I guess they already have it. They have like compilations of all these memes and vines. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's 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 part of the culture, right? You know what I'm saying the compilations. You know, I just think it's interesting to see where culture goes with it. You know, what I'm saying all of the you know invasion of privacy and all that aside, I'm just talking about purely things that people intend to share. You know what I mean? And how. The culture takes it and makes it into something totally different, you know. I guess the other piece to it is with these memes and stuff like that. It's like a lot of it is driven by, "Hey, look at me! Hey, look, look how clever I am! Hey, get some likes." Well, you know, you but know. at the same time, that's what it's all. That's what it's right, always right, been. Right. When you're in school and you you got a joke that's funny, you know what I'm saying? Is you want to make everybody laugh. You a fucking comedian. You want to make everybody Absolutely, laugh. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is fucking. This what. This is hey, this is this is what people do. You know what I'm saying? Make people laugh. You 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 wanna you wanna get a reaction. You wanna you wanna you wanna be in the mix. You wanna be in the conversation. So, you know what I'm saying? That's some people's way of doing it. Every day they 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 slick with it. There's some people that that slick out the mouth, that that know how to talk that talk, that come up with new words, that manipulate the English language, you know what I'm saying? And people might say, Oh, he's botching the Queen's language, but you know what I'm saying? These are the kind of people that that are they are, are they you know what I'm saying? They are taking the English language and and progressing it. You know what I'm saying? They are the only ones innovating the English language. You know what I mean? Other than that, we'll be still saying you know, oh, we'll be talking old English. And so shit. you're saying at any level, it's all thirst. At the core of it, it's all just thirst trapping. No, it's not thirst trapping. It's just culture. Right. It's what we do. You know what I'm saying? It's what we do. It, you know, some people overdo it and they're overzealous with it, but it's some people that are really good at it. That is, they're fucking entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some people like, are good at it. Some who people the fuck good, yeah. is the world if everybody was just boring and shit and fucking thoughtful and insightful, just giving out, you know, 
bullshit thirst trap life quotes and shit. That's what bothers me. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, those thirst traps bother me. Like, you know, like, so, you got your titties out and you're like, oh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. <laughs> but you shall. But you shall. <laughs> <laughs> like, be, be light. You know what I'm saying? Be the light. Be the light. Ass out, twerking. But, you know, all of this shit, man, all of this shit is interesting because the tools that we have, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're fresh. They're new in people's hands. You know what I'm saying? Ten years ago, everybody didn't have a fucking movie camera in their hand. Right. They didn't have a fucking you know, high-definition camera in their hand ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? Now, you got HD wherever the fuck you at. You know what I'm saying? And some of the shit that you used to think you could show now, you could share. Before, you had to come up with a, a way to tell this story. Like, damn, I saw, I was on Nostrand and I saw blah, blah, blah. Now, they coming up with interesting ways to share that story in HD. Audio, visual, you know what I'm saying? You know, I was talking to an artist and he was like, he was like, stuff like this is messing up the game. What game? Because prior to these memes, uh-huh. you had to physically draw stuff like this. Like you had to, car- you had to, you had to have a cartoon. So you had, you're saying it's fucking up the cartoon game? The cartoon game is being, is being you know, fucked with for sure, yeah. The cartoon <laughs> game is being fucked with. <laughs> cartoon is a, uh, mad who, as hell right now. Who's getting money in the cartoon game? Well, like back in, like, say, let's go back in, like, say, 30 years, right? Uh-huh. And you had a thought about a dog dancing hip-hop. You'd have mm-hmm. to physically animate it. You know, it wasn't, you, didn't, you couldn't pull a clip off online. But somebody had to put the clip online. That's what I'm saying. Like now, you got to back in the day, you had to physically draw it. Too. You had to like, you know, I had this idea of a, of a cat. I, I mean, I'm sure illustrators still have to physically draw shit, but now, you know, what I'm saying you you don't have to read the Sunday funnies to get your funnies. Right. So I mean, are you not. But it was only about 15 motherfuckers getting money out that shit anyway. You mean the illustrators in the newspapers, right? I mean, yeah, the cartoonists in the newspapers. How many cartoons was it? I mean, you know. In the big markets, you had a few newspapers, but in the right. smaller but, markets. I mean, you know? I guess worldwide, you probably yeah. had hundreds, maybe thousands yeah. of cartoons, but shit. You're talking about everyday people having everyday jokes. No no, no sympathy for the cartoon game out there? Not- they had to innovate, man. Ain't no, I mean, the game the game is a motherfucker, <laughs> okay. man. The game is, nobody don't have no sympathy for me if a motherfucker come knock my shit off. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to figure out how to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody. Hey, man. This is this is ever evolving situation, man. You can't get you you can't get comfortable around here in no position. Whether it's comedy, you know what I'm saying, Country Wayne, and all these cats that come knock your head off. Because I remember when I first started doing comedy, I would say to myself, "Yo, if only if I knew how to draw, you know, I'd have all these, I'd put these little like you know things out. I, I can't draw for my life." So now you got a video camera. That's what I'm saying. Like you go in the hood and get the pit bull. And make a joke. These artists is done for, man. These people with pencils. No, they're not done for. It's, it's, it's the platforms for art. Yeah. It's platforms for art is the motherfucking art is is the one of the biggest economies right now. So, you know, I, I don't feel for that bad for artists. By the way, I love, I love the fact that you said that and you got a Picasso T-shirt on. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. P- perfect. This is what I'm trying to tell you, man. It's people, man. You know, that's where rich people putting their money, man. Contemporary art. That's a big business, man. So you might want to switch your, you know what I'm saying? Your portfolio. Yeah, you. why are you gunning for these everyday laughs? You got to gun for something else. Let them have them. Let them have a the little everyday laughs on the corner. Kiki's. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kiki, who's Kiki, by the way? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm out of it. Anyway. <laughs> I'll leave, man. I, I, 
<laughs> no, who's, who's Kiki? I, who's, who's that? I'm just, Everything I'm, is a Kiki. That means a laugh, a joke. Oh, did you, did you know that, Chris? Kiki, Kiki, Chris ain't know that either. Is, Chris, you didn't know what a yeah. Kiki was? Andy, you know what Kiki was? Oh, you knew what it was. Okay. Andy knew what a Andy, fucking Kiki was. I know what a Kiki was. Okay. And I want to play. You a fucking comedian. You better know I didn't know. I your whole, you. your I whole fucking business is Kiki. So if I say, so he was Kiki-keen over there. That means exactly. He was over there fucking laughing. And it's almost like, you know what I'm saying, you being, it's like this motherfucker over there Kiki-keen. Kiki-keen is almost disrespectful. Like, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker oh. laughing inappropriately when you're over there Kiki-keen and shit. He was, so it's like, it's like, it's like a jab. Yeah, it's a, it's a jab. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, we hey, over there. We was over there, Kiki and shit. Why are you supposed to be doing something else? You know? Could you tell that I was pretending like I knew it? Could you tell? You didn't pretend at all. You actually said, "What is Kiki?" But prior to that, because I, I, <laughs> I thought you was bullshitting. I thought you knew what a Kiki was, <laughs> man, nah. in the Kiki business. <laughs> but just prior to that, I was like, I give you a nod of acceptance. <laughs> I was lying my ass off though. I know. Man, what the <coughs> see, see, but it's. The people, it's the culture that innovates the English language, man. You know what I'm saying? If the English language and language wasn't being innovated, you would know all of the words, and it would be no fucking discovery. So, key key is word of the day. I gotta go. I gotta get my. <laughs> but I've I've always been slow in that regard, Ali. Yeah, I've always, I've always been late to the party. Just on the Queen's English. Yeah, I'm always been late to the party. I'm I'm always bad at staying staying cool and hip. I feel like you could, you do a good job of staying cool and hip. Nah, nah. Don't you, Chris? I feel like it's whole essence. That's the, that's the cool answer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like even, even that, even in that, even in that, you answer that shit cool and hip. <laughs> what you think? Yeah, you know that's what I do. Nah, motherfuckers. <laughs> what else going on, man? Oh man, a lot going on, Ali. I saw the um, I was watching the uh, the Iverson documentary. Oh man, I can't wait to see that. <coughs> it's on Showtime, and Iverson to me is uh. You know, he's just one of those dudes, man. Like for my generation, he he was he was the guy. He was the mm -hmm. athlete. Um, I I enjoyed the documentary because it gave Iverson so much context to why he behaved the way he did in the league. Mm -hmm. Oh, Bubba Chuck. Bubba Chuck, man. I didn't. I'm, I I can't wait to see that. I saw the one. I think it was Thirty for Thirty, or it was which, another doc, which they cover in the in the documentary. They talk about the best shit out of that whole fucking documentary. The old the old one. It's probably not in the new one. But it was a guy who knew him, you know what I'm saying, as Bubba Chuck. And he was just saying, you know, you know what I'm saying? He's like, Bubba Chuck is like a duck. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you see him, you know, on top of the water, he gliding. He look real smooth. But under the water, he kicking like hell. I love that shit. That's, that's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's life, man. You see some shit that looks smooth, but motherfuckers be going through it, man. And again, it's one of those things where, like, it makes so much sense when you hear it. You're like, oh, that's what ducks do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you never, never think about what's going on under the water with a duck. Because it's funny because, you know, he left college early and everyone is like, oh, he's just, he's being reckless. But he was like, yo, my, my sister had seizures. Mm-hmm. I had to get in the league and get this money so I could take care of her. And that's and that's what he was doing is a common thing right now. They had right. to make a rule that you had to go to college. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's common. Kobe after him, yeah. you know what I'm saying? LeBron, all them cats, Kevin Garnett went straight to the league out of high school. And it's you know, it's just yeah. like in that in that regard, you know what I'm saying. A lot of it is protecting institutions and shit. You know what Which I'm I, that that was the point I was trying to make. That's what uh, it that's, is. You know, they protecting the institution of of college basketball. It's not necessarily that they necessarily that they care that any individual athlete gets their education, but when they start talking about ah, you know, he should stay. Either way, all he's standing for is to play some ball. 
You know what I'm saying? He could go get his education on all season. Where do you stand on NCAA players getting paid? Oh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm for it. That's what I was thinking too. Because and you it's say, a business, and you saying that that the reason they want to keep you in school is they want to protect the institution. That's right. that's what it, that's the underlying message. There. I mean, the, the institution of like it's a system. You know what I'm saying? You play high school ball. High school ball got their things. You know what I'm saying? Then you go to college ball, and a lot of these institutions are you know a lot of their financing is coming from athletics. Football and basketball in particular. So, you know, if everybody, if nobody goes to college and everybody goes straight to the pros, then you, you, you know what I'm saying, you shortstop in the institution of NCAA. And I think Iverson was like the, the, the manifestation of that because he wore it on his sleeve. He was like, I'm going to play the game my way. I'm going to get out here, get this money. I'm going to get these diamonds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to do all of the reckless shit that y'all think I shouldn't but do. But it's funny to me because, you know, he was he, he was about to go to jail for a long time. Right. For some shit he didn't do. On some bullshit. And for me, that just, his whole career makes sense to me after I saw that that piece of his life. I was like, it makes sense that he would be that way. And imagine if he wasn't that good at basketball. What you mean? Like if he stank? If he, yeah. If he if nobody really wanted him to go nowhere. If he, nobody, it didn't matter if he went... Tom Brokaw would not be talking to him if he wasn't fucking the best oh, motherfucker the average, coming out of high school at the time. Man, the average black man. Or if man. he was just an average basketball player that wasn't getting no burn, that wasn't one of the top recruits of that year. He would have been. Is he he could have got railroaded and been in jail. Be just coming home right now. Yeah, because Tom Brokaw made it look like he was doing an act of justice. But your point is saying that because he's a star athlete. I mean, that's only they only going to send Tom Brokaw. Yeah, because Tom to, didn't talk to, to them. The other dudes were there, too. Tom ain't going to talk to them. Nah. Tom was, was, I ain't talking to The only reason, like, you know what I'm saying, it was because he was good as fuck. <laughs> he was talented, and he stood to make a lot of people a lot of fucking money. But even as good as he was when he was in the league, it seemed to me that there was a conspiracy to keep him out. Nah, he, was man, on the bench I, in, he was on the bench in Detroit. But I'm just saying, you, you... From that documentary that's out now, I saw clips and right, I saw right. excerpts. He himself said that a lot of the sh- troubles that he went through, you know what I'm saying, 99% of them he caused. And and when he said that, I took a step back and I was like, but dog, I hope you have compassion for your behavior. Because to me, it makes sense the way he was behaving. It makes total sense to me. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But then as a grown person, you know what I'm saying, you could look at it and say, hey, man, Shit, if you handle it like this, then, you know, it'll go like that. But he was young and he was doing it his way. He was doing it his way and shit, you you live with you live with what you what you dish out. I guess what bothers me too, Ellie, is that I hate the fact that like, you know, you see a guy in cornrows, tattoos, and you meet him, you make assumptions, but you got these Wall Street bangers with suits on robbing millions of dollars. Yeah, but but I don't think it was more so about the assumptions. His what he what he went through with the league or whatever wasn't about you know what I'm saying the assumptions it was about him doing it the way he wanted to do it. We talking about practice? Yeah, they break that shit down too. <laughs> we talking about practice? He, and then you know what I'm saying according to the excerpt that I seen about that part about the practice is like you only see him saying that. Yeah, man. But you don't see him what he was relating it to. He was like, oh, I got all this other stuff going on. My best friend just died. You know what I'm saying? We just lost. You know what I'm saying? The you know what I'm saying we just got kicked out of the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And we sitting here talking about practice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't. They didn't say. They didn't, they didn't say that. that. They you didn't know say what I'm that. He. They just clipped the one part. We talking about practice. Like he don't give a fuck about practice. And he, was, w- he was what 160 pounds? 
I don't know. He was, he was an you, animal. You wait. You fucking hell. Well, because you talk about he was he was like five. How tall was Iverson? Five? They say 5'11", six feet. I mean, yeah, some people will say six feet, yeah. but he probably was a 5'10". Like he, he, was, he, he, was, he, was, he was gifted, man. The dude was an animal. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt, you know what I'm saying. But he was a, he was his own wild card, and you know what I'm saying. I was a fan of all that wild shit because I'm on the side looking at it. You know what I'm saying. As a you know what I'm saying. As a consumer, as a fan. But you know when you like I say in retrospect when you looking you handling business. You know what I'm saying. It's not always the way to be when you're trying to get your business done. You know what I'm saying. And and he'll probably be like you know what I'm saying I'm not fucking selling out blase skip. You know what I mean. But then you know cats actually learn from that. You know what I'm saying. Allen Iverson, LeBron James is a direct byproduct of Allen Iverson. Iverson right. You understand? So when they instituted the dress code because of Allen Iverson, you know what I'm saying? Guys like LeBron got to come in. That's when they were first coming in. They got to come in the league and get polished. You know what I'm saying? They brought in stylists. Shout out to Rachel Johnson, who was LeBron's stylist when he first came in. Actually built the whole entire enterprise based off of the fact that the NBA changed their dress code. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're doing 82 games a year. You need something to fucking wear every fucking night when you you ain't got time to go shopping. So now you have people in that business that can come in and actually not only get the things that you want, but to help you craft the image and become very important to your business model, which LeBron James is a beneficiary of. You know what I'm saying? So he got to come in, get crafted, and understand what not to do Right at the time when Allen Iverson was playing himself out with, with you know what I'm saying, pissing everybody the fuck off. You know, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Speaking of knowing to hold them, when to fold them, um, did you watch Louis' uh, monologue on SNL? Man, you told me about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in case you didn't watch it out there, listeners, uh, Louis C.K. did a monologue on SNL where he made a joke about child molestation. <clears throat> The premise of the joke, Ali, was that the risk of child molestation in terms of, you know, jail time mm-hmm. is so high that doing it must be so rewarding, must be so good. <laughs> and he compared it to his love of chocolate, Mounds Bars. And what, what's the risk of eating chocolate Mounds Bars? That he loves Mounds Bars, but if he was going to get arrested for it, he wouldn't eat them. So he was saying that that means that child molestation must be that good. You know, um, this is not verbatim. I'm basically, you know, summarizing the bit. <coughs> um, I'm just looking at your face and I'm. That's disgusting. That's what your face, your face said it all. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the mounds, the mounds are disgusting. I mean, just the, the conversation. But you know what I'm saying? You know, again, like I'm not a comedian. You know, you're a comedian. You're an expert in this business. You know what I'm saying? What would take a guy, what will make a guy say some shit like that? So I want to look at this from several lenses, and I'm actually excited we'll to talk. start to, with one. I'm excited to talk to you about this. <laughs> the first piece is that there's no way to look at this outside of the media creating a controversy because they want to get clicks online. Okay. So that to me is the first part. Like The fact that, it, the, fact, the, fact that, that the media is looking at it, it then becomes theater. Okay, so you're saying he's doing it as theater. The media is making the media is making a theater, and you don't think that he didn't. I don't he didn't so. know that that would be a response to that. I think to me, you think it's he like, thought that was like a cool culture thing of fucking that's gonna be edgy or some shit. Yeah, because you know there's so much comedy out there 
and Louis, like, I think he's really trying his best to be as original as he can. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is that I've, I think I saw him one time do that joke at a club, and it kills. At a club, it kills. Really? So he was like, yo, I've, I've done it at the club, and we do it on live TV, and then he got the backlash for it. Right. You know, and it's like... And you've seen it in the club. I saw, I walked in on him one time, I think I had to sell out, I think I, I think he used to sell out one time, and I walked in, I heard part of that piece. And which part was funny? I heard to the tail end of it, the mounds part. Was that maybe maybe, I, maybe someone told me about it? Maybe someone told me about it, and I said, "Did it kill?" And they were like, "Yeah, it killed." Mm. Well, listen, man, that shit sucks. You know, <laughs> I know that's not saying much. That's not much of a conversation, but you know, what I'm saying it's not much I could say on no shit like that, man. Because I guess you know, what I mean, if you if you if you take that approach, I mean. Any addictive behavior or any sickness or any, you know what I'm saying, any disposition would be hard to to break. You know what I'm saying? Given, you know, there's people that that's addicted to money in that way and they don't give a fuck about the consequences. There's people that addicted to drugs in that way. It's people that's just going to do what they do because that's what they do. So I want to ask you a question as, a, as someone who's not a comedian, because to me, it breaks down to two separate segments. One is funny, and the other is offensive. For you, you hearing that joke, I'm not offended by it, but right. I don't think it's funny. That's what I'm getting at. I don't, like, I don't think it's I don't think it's a premise that I even want to be, you know, what I'm saying go too far into. You know what I mean? So after after you after you set it up, I'm 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 tuned out loud. It's so you're not real big into child molestation humor. That's not your lane. <laughs> that's some bull. That's fuck. That's some fuck shit. That's not really your cup of tea, you know what I mean? That's, like, really, that's your cup of tea? I mean, uh, not really, but I mean. Not really? Not really no, no. I mean, if you, because I, I, this, this is my point to you now. The, the, the requirement is, is it funny? Like, I don't care what the topic is, but is it funny? I, I, I didn't think it was Louis' so, best. So you give a fuck if a motherfucker take a picture of you on the internet, on the train. That's but not funny. That is funny to everybody no, fucking to me, else. It's it your fucking head nodding off to, to the math and shit. Funny. That's funny that's as not, fuck. That's not funny to me. But you 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 throw the little kids under the bus with the with. What you know I'm saying? asking is, is it funny? Like, and it's all subjective, was it, right? Did you see it? Was it funny? It, to me, it wasn't Louis' best joke. But was it funny? I, I, was, I, I saw what he was trying to do, so I, I was like, okay, I was like, I see where he's going. Oh, you on some industry shit? I saw his technique and you know what I'm saying? I, I, yes. You know what I'm saying? I saw, you know, he, the methods and, you know, the, the, well, part, the beats. Uh, you know what? His beats was on. His beats were on. My best way, my best, <laughs> my best way to summarize is like, all right, Dave Chappelle did a joke about, Dave Chappelle did a great joke about um, Michael Richards at the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. when he called that person a nigger, 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 nigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Chappelle said there was two sides of me. One was the black man mm-hmm. that I was offended. But the second part of me as a comic, I was like, oh God, how are you going to dig out of this one? Mm-hmm. And that's how I saw it. I was like, as a comic, I was like, I see what he's doing. As a person, I didn't think it was his best joke, but as a comic, I was like, I get it. I see what, he, what he's trying. Right, right. And like I say, I'm not gonna fucking post him up on the, you know, what I'm saying the blogs and I'm not gonna. You know I mean, I'm not mad enough to fucking do something to him. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't think that shit was funny. Now, if he actually had put his hands on some kids, then I'd be mad. Yeah, that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? If it turns out that Louis C.K. like, you know what I'm saying? Touch little boys. You know what I'm saying? Or little girls. It's, it's just like, you know what I mean? Then I, that's something to be mad at. But him trying to push the envelope and come up with a creative way, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? His beats were on and all that shit. But I didn't think it was funny. Yeah, I hear you. I didn't yeah. even see it. 
<laughs> it's online. You can check it out. It's on YouTube. It's all over the net. I ain't going to see it. So, <laughs> child molestation is not. My humor is not really. It's not fucking <laughs> funny, man. That's some bullshit. Like you know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, I was thought. You know, I was. I think the media just makes everything theater. But uh, what's going on with you, man? What you got? I got kids. <laughs> That How's shit, that going? That shit ain't funny. No, I hear you, man. <laughs> you no, know I mean, man? what's going on with you? What's going on? Ah, oh, man, shit, it's fucking summertime, man. You know, I'm into it, man. I'm, 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 <coughs> I'm, I'm running in the summer right now. So, so, um, you know, I'm in the crib. We got a new bar on the corner in Best Eye. It's not that new. What's the name of the spot? It's, it's uh, relatively you know, a couple months. Casablanca. And Casablanca, I think we talked about the Casablanca. I was telling you that Marvin Cease started there. And um, so it's, you know, the weather's warming up, so it's starting to pop, like, you know what I mean? So because I live right down the block, every time, you know what I'm saying, people fall through, you know, I always get the text. Question, Ali, it's Casablanca spot. Uh-huh. Would you see it as a, is it a gentrified spot? I think, you know what I'm saying, the guy who owns it is a white guy from Minnesota. And, you know, it's, you know, it's definitely modern and set up in a new style. But if you're talking about who goes there, it's, you know, it's everybody. I mean, it's a little gentrified. It's a little regular. You know what I mean? But it's it's a good time, man. You know, everybody's there together vibing. You know what I mean? So you, you might go in there and might be all white one time. Then you might go in and shit is packed with, with, you know what I'm saying, with with, with brown people. Because I, I, I have a friend who uh, he refuses to go to restaurants like that. Mm-hmm. What do you like? Just the regular regular joints like he'll walk by a restaurant you can see the temptation in his eye he's like i would love to try that brunch but he stays away from it because of what it means for the it's too trendy it's too trendy you know right. so he'll, he'll send people in to buy stuff for him mm-hmm. like yo give me that give me that frittata right you know i mean you know it is what it is man places gonna change people gonna change um restaurants gonna change that bar like i said was owned by you know a black lady for years she held it down um Got too old, sold the building. You know what I'm saying? Actually, some 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 brothers bought the building and they released the the commercial space out to the guy from Minnesota. But you know what I was saying is it's summertime. Don't you ask cut truck? It was summertime, so it, you know it's it's starting to pop now. You know what I'm saying? Fucking don't get home too late, might not get a parking spot. But anytime one of my friends is is down there, you know what I'm saying? It could be they have no filter. I'm in the Casablanca. Oh, I'll leave. Stay right down the block. Ah! What's up? I'm in Casablanca. <laughs> so the other night, I think it was Tuesday, I get a text. It's four in the morning. What? I didn't get it. I didn't get it till seven in the morning. I get a text from from a friend of mine that used to work with us at Vibe. Yo, down at Casablanca, Jay Z, Beyonce, and Solange is in here. What? You know what I'm saying? And I didn't get it to the morning. V Jay Z, Best Eye Jay Z, BK, and Solange. They were just hanging out at Casablanca. They're hanging out in Casablanca. I think they might know the dude who owns it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, from my understanding of the the activity that take place. But it was nobody down. It was like they say it was only like 20 people down. It was four o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? They came in. They was just chilling. So it's almost were about you, to get cracking on the block. The block is about to be high. That's yeah, especially when you got <laughs> cats like that. You know, showing up, kind of falling through. So you know, and he probably you know he. Jay probably know it from back in the day. It was like, you know, 
Like, oh shit, you got to Casablanca. It's, it's funny through. to me how like a celebrity pop it makes a spot hot. Well, you know, it's it, like it, you never know who's going to drop in. Well, it definitely gives it. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, maybe I should try that spot. What's happening down That's there? That's what I'm saying. What's, what's happening down there? That you know what I'm saying? The the Carters have to fall through. Because if I fall through a spot, you know, ain't nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, uh, I, I had no value uh, to a spot right now. You know what I'm saying? You might have value. Oh, flat shit, flat was up in the spot. Well, he was doing there. I'd be like, yo, they got low prices. <laughs> very, very affordable <laughs> restaurant. You know what I'm saying? The food is good. Just a bunch of A bunch of poor people following me around. Yo, where flat go? He know how to save a yeah, dollar. You got to follow him. There's some people that watch where you go. But oh, yeah. speaking of which, man, shout out to my man, uh, my man online. Speaking of people showing love, uh, uh, my man Kerry Marvis, mm-hmm. he's a fan of the podcast, and he ended up checking me out online on the website, and he mm-hmm. loved the content that I put up. See, you got people. So yeah, they, yeah I got they, people. They, they fall through the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Shit, Vlad up there today. Yeah, they have. They watching. You got people fall through the SoundCloud. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, iTunes. God damn. Shit, the conversation in the building. I'm gonna go to Casablanca and see. That's all I'm saying is that you know, in my quest to run the summer, my can my run the summer campaign. You know what I'm saying? Casablanca is basically like, you know, one of the home bases. There's like headquarters. <laughs> Fall in, ha ha, shake some hands, kiss some babies, turn up. So that's your new spot. Like and walk in, home. If you're in the crib, you got some time to kill, you'll go to Casablanca, chill out for a little bit? Yeah, if, if you know, it's my people down there, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit down there and just be at the bar like cheers, but you know what I'm saying? I will hold court. You know what I'm saying? I like to, you know what I'm saying? Chit chat and key key and shit. <laughs> Maybe we'll go down there as a crew. We should, we should go down there and check it out. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, do definitely. Some, do some key king. No doubt. And then we invite everybody on SoundCloud and then turn up. Like, you know what I mean? That's 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 what I'm doing all summer. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the uh, Mr. Muhammad tour. So, so you go to is there other spots you, you I'm free? going to my you no, know, we went to Vegas, turn up. And then, right. You know what I'm saying? You know, Bed Stuy is just headquarters, you know what I'm saying? Live and direct from Bed Stuy, live from Bedford Stuyvesant, the liveest one. HQ. Miami this weekend. You know what I'm saying? You going Back, to Miami for work or just both. You know what I'm saying? Work and the turn up, you know what I'm saying? So back where it started, the original roots, you know what I'm saying? Coming home, Dade County, 305, Disco Dave, Dave. This Disco Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave, 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 Dave. You know what I'm saying? So we're going down there. That's, that's stop number two on the tour, and then we'll take it from there. This My, time I'm going to shoot some videos so, you know what I'm saying, I can share. And, and you know what I'm saying, we could all get involved. By the way, man, I haven't seen it yet, but that's all I'm about to do to do it. But everybody I've told... You know, I have a lot of ethnic, you know, friends. Oh, really? Yeah. And, so you're not uh, racist? No, not at all. Okay. Not at least. Not, not, even, not even a little bit. Um, Sound a little racist. Um, go ahead. <laughs> with your ethnic ass. With your ethnic, old ethnic, old ethnic, ethnic, old pussy. What was the thing you taught me last old week? Puss, pussy ass. Puss ass. <laughs> Ali, when I was talking last week, he taught me how to say puss, puss ass. Oh, puss ass. Anyway. Um, can't say the why, man. You can't say the why. You got to drag the S's. You can't say the why. Oh, oh puss, puss ass. ass. <laughs> Did you know that, Chris? You can't say the why when you say puss ass? Yeah, I never said that. New York, New York people, they say the why. And it sounds weird to the originators. It's the Queen's English. The originators of right. puss ass. <laughs> and he called me hard, too, Chris. He called. He, I said, he was like, hey, hey, hey. Don't say that goddamn why. I was like, why? Well, what? <laughs> you can't say it. <laughs> but uh, no, everybody had so. That you shot that Shea Moisture. Oh, really? You Dude, tell they look that? at you like you're like, like you're God. Like they're like, no, they Whoa. don't. Come on. Because no, they all love that product line. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And you yeah, were involved yeah. with that. Like, he shot I didn't, that. And I didn't even know what shape. Oh, you, you get in love out here. Every time I tell somebody, like he 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 works for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know, when we went when we when we did the meeting with Shea Moisture, actually the company is called Sundial Brands. So you know we go on Sun. I didn't know what the fuck we were going to do. So we get there and then it's like yeah we have a product line called Shea Moisture. Blah blah blah. I'm like okay. And then I go home. My wife was like, you know, what I'm saying, how was your day? You know, I, we had this meeting. You know, we're gonna shoot this thing for you know this product's called Shea Moisture. She's like, oh, Shea Moisture. It's the same response I got. They're like, oh, you know what? She was like, yeah, you got it in your hair right now. That's the conditioner we use. I'm like, oh shit. And you had no idea why your hair that was shit so is big. soft. Like, yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea. Dude, you know, I, when you when you married and shit, you you not in charge of the hair care products. Yeah, that's wife. You wife just that. you just use what's there. You know, shampoo, you know what I'm saying, lotion and shit. You just fucking use at least me. You know, I'm not the Mr. Groom, Mr. Groom. groom. No, but everybody tells the same reaction. Like, where's Shea Moisture? They all get, they all get like shocked. They like. So anyway, I thought I wasn't tell you that because I've been telling people about it. No doubt, we should post. It. I'm gonna post the video up on the. Yeah, on I gotta Facebook. see it. I'm gonna see it today. I gotta go yeah, see I'm it. I'm gonna post it on the Facebook so y'all could get in the conversation what we talking about. I, f- I love it, man. You love it. I love it, dude. Man, we just out here doing work, man. But. This summer is all about, you know what I'm saying, kicking it alongside your work, reconnecting with, you know what I'm saying, with 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 these, you know, with the people, family and friends. You know, I've been, you know, in New York. I left Miami in 99. And you know, you get in New York, it's just grind, 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 you know. We done a lot of events a lot of big stuff but when you working it it's like you know it's just some you know just work you know what Man, I'm saying so and you never really took in consideration that shit you doing some live shit so my quest has been to live inside of the live shit that we do in that in that live quest you talking about mm-hmm. do you turn it off sometimes like I'm gonna just live life right now I'm not thinking about work or do you somehow yeah, yeah, but you know what I'm saying, but just the way your the way my mind works, you know what I'm saying? Even you you definitely turn it off. Like if you family and friends, you kicking it. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And then then you get back to work. But you you always cognizant of 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 where your opportunities at, where they lie, you know what could be done. But, you know what I'm saying? For the most part when you living inside of life, man, it's just all one thing. You know, it's not like, oh, this is work over here and then we two different people that ain't never been that way. You know what I'm saying? My work has always been part of my life. My life has always been part of my work. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never really had you know job where it was I'm going to go to work and be this guy and then I'm going to go home and be this guy. That's like wasting half of your life. You know what I'm saying? That's wasting one third of your fucking day every day. You know what I mean? It's it's a beautiful thing that you found you found what you love to do. You know what I mean? Because you know I there's days when I can't turn it off, Ali. What your work? Like yeah, my mind is always I'm always cranking. I'm thinking about comedy. Like it's like it's mm-hmm. always on. But that's your life though. Yeah, like it's you a, good, a fucking comedian. Yeah, man. Like you know, and I'll be sitting in certain situations. Like my friends will my friends will invite me out for certain things. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to go? Uh, Trying to give an activity they would invite me to, and I'm like, dude, my mind, I'd, I'd be so restless in that environment. You know, you want to go to like a, you know, fucking, some watch some shit that's raggle. Yeah, I can't do that, man. I yeah, I, I can't. I can't turn it off, man. Like especially at night, like I can do any kind of day activity, mm-hmm. but don't like you want to be in a comedy club. I gotta be in the scene, dude. Like and maybe. But it's, why you can't be comedy in a regular place? Why why you can't be comedy wherever you at? 
I, I guess, I guess, like, uh, I remember one time I was hanging out with my, my friend. He was like, yo, uh, that's just, you know, I forget what it was. It was like a slow night, and we was, like, watching a cooking show in mm-hmm. the crib. And I'm sitting there going, dude, I'm so restless. Like, I just, I'd rather be out hanging out at a, at a club or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. but for other people, it's like, this is downtime. Right. But for me, it's like, I'm restless in that environment. Right. And it makes things like, daytime, no problem. I hang out you daytime. But the minute, the minute that sun comes down, I, I activity. So to you, comedy lives in a club. Yeah, because that's the I don't yeah maybe I see your point I see your no, point. No, I'm just I'm asking. Yeah, I don't to have me, a point. to me, it lives in certain venues. Like there's got to be certain venues for comedy, like either mm. stage or there's got to be I got to be around comics, mm. you know. Um, and I've been trying to shake it off, but I can't do like I got to be in that environment. Mm. It's like for some people, work is a place. It's not necessarily just what you do; it's where you go to do it. Ah, uh, yeah. For me, it's where it's at right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like like people you know work in an office and they feel like okay i'm going to work and if they're not working in an office then they don't feel like they're doing work like to me you and i chopping it up right here mm-hmm. this to me is like i'm not restless at all right because i'm in the place you to be i mean but the, if we was having this conversation on the street you'd be like fuck man i'm about to be out man I like can't pre four pre four o'clock we could t- i love it no issue but once that sun hits i'm like y'all what we doing man? man you gotta break your geographical boundaries man okay. damn you're you a slave to a place so you're saying if you and I are kicking at the, 8 o'clock at night. The club has become your plantation. The club or the stage. Right. The stage. But you're a comedian no matter yeah. where you go. When people see you, you know what I'm saying, you Vlad the comedian. You laughing fucking Vlad. And here you are with the sour p- puss face looking like Kanye. Oh, puss ass. I ain't in the club tonight. <laughs> I guess maybe it was where I'm at in my Maybe where I'm at is I'm on, I'm on the grind. I'm hustling. Maybe right. that's what it is. But... You don't think there is effective ways to also do what you do in other spaces? Uh, bef- uh, so it's like comedians, like we talked about, we broke it up. That just do comedy. They take out a camera in their fucking car and fucking do comedy. See, to me, that can get annoying. That can get annoying when you always like that, always on. Not always on, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being able to do your craft right, right, right. in other venues outside of the stage and, you know what I'm saying, the club, you know? What I do is I keep a constant record in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm always recording stuff. So I won't put anything online, but I'll record it for later. Like, oh, that's funny. I'll put that in my... Why are you just holding it for the stage? While I'm hanging out, yeah. Because if I'm hanging with someone, like, I'm not going to be, you know, on my phone, like, oh, we need, we, need to, we, need to, we need to record this. This is... No, no, I understand that. You know, but- like... Like, you know what I'm saying? No, you're not going to fucking be working 24-7. But, you know, I just I just think that if you loosen up your bounds of where saying, you do I'll your- find more places to be funny. You could find more opportunities to be funny and to actually work what you do. And it may, may be some other places where you can be more successful at it. In addition to your stage, mm, I'm gonna call you next time I'm out and be y'all leave. Mm, I'm gonna be at the Casablanca, <laughs> <laughs> live in Bedford Stuyvesant. But it's like, <laughs> but I, I like, I like that. There's a part of me that there's a part of me that likes that part of myself, though, Ali. No that doubt I, that I'm hungry like that. There's a part of my brain that likes that. Like, yeah, we we gonna get it. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta at some point enjoy this shit, man, because you know that'll help you get it. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying this shit helps you get it. You know what I'm saying? Once you, once you just always in that loop of, oh man, I gotta get it. Oh, I gotta get it. Then it's a point where you just getting it. 
and then you just fucking you got your pipeline going and, and it's coming to you and, yeah. it, and you putting it out you know what I'm saying and that's that's where you gotta be and you gotta try to try to keep yourself in that loop man it's like where where you know I hate to use baby and cash money as an example you know what I'm saying how they hold everybody money but you know like them dudes they been operating their business basically from tour buses Crying. their whole fucking career they don't have a physical office you know what I mean they handle they handle their business where they business at you know what I'm saying it's like Pac once said you know he was you know talking to the press and and you know he was fussing at the press and ranting at the press like you know what I'm saying I'm a businessman. Y'all know I'm a businessman because wherever y'all find me, I be in my place of business. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, well, damn, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Wherever he going to be, he going to be business. his business. You know what I'm saying? That's how you got to be. Wherever you at, you got to be ready to conduct yourself and conduct your business and do do what you do. You know what I mean? Like, you, I could do meetings wherever. I could shoot wherever. You know what I mean? It, I don't, I haven't. I broke myself away from understanding work as a physical place. You know what I mean? Just you, work is work, man. Work is life, and life can be work if you put it all together. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I try to do is enjoy this shit, do my thing, be where I'm going to be, and make something out of it. I think that's a good note to sign off on. That was great. Um, Ali, where you going to be at, man? Miami, Dade County, 305. What? Carroll City, Liberty Dude. City, Brown Sub, Coconut Grove, <laughs> and you and you gonna post you gonna post a video on the yeah on I'm, the, I'm gonna do some video stuff. We put we, uh, yeah, go, yeah, check yeah. out the Shea Moisture. We'll put it on the Facebook. Yeah, feed. we put Shea Moisture up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, shout out Dade County. I'm on the way. You know what I'm saying. Dade County coming home. I like that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be at. Uh, I'm actually gonna be at Foxwoods this week. I leave Foxwoods from Thursday oh, to Saturday. Getting that casino money. Yeah, I'm there doing the uh, the Bill Burr. Uh, all in comedy tour with uh, Paul Verzi and Joe Bartnick. Shout out to Paul Verzi. It's my homie and Joe. We're gonna be out there. I'll be at Levity Live. Where's Where's Foxwood? Foxwoods is in Manchester, Connecticut. Where? And I'm there. I think I think we're doing four or five shows out there. So if you want to see T, so come how, on how out. How long? Man. How long are you there? I get there Thursday and the last show Saturday night. Nice, nice. So if you out there listeners, come on out to Foxwoods. Give a brother a shout. And then my dates. I'll be at Levity Live in the Palisades uh, tomorrow night, which is tonight, Wednesday. Wednesday I'm at the Palisades. Mm-hmm. Levity Live. But uh, check me out on um, uh, laughingglad.com and have a great Memorial Day weekend. No doubt. Subscribe. Listen, tune in, review. Share, all that shit. Holler at us, let us know what it is. Keep showing love, y'all.